Hey everyone, uh, you're here with Jeff and Kyle, another episode of the Kyle and Jeff podcast. Name still to, official name still to be determined, but we're going to roll with it for now. Uh, this is where we cover interesting products and new businesses that we find out there when we debate them. Um, so today what do we have is a new application or a couple year old app uh, for smartphones called Arrive that Kyle brought to our attention and uh, Kyle why don't you tell us a little bit about what this app is. Yeah so um, the app is called Arrive like you said and it's been developed uh, under the Shopify garage um, I guess camp or, or startup accelerator or whatever what, what have you but um, you know they're utilizing the resources that they have at, at Shopify and I'm sure some of the talent that they have there to uh, develop new and innovative apps that probably align with e-commerce. Um, I ran into the Arrive app when I bought something um, off an online retailer, which I think they were using Shopify, and they told me to download Arrive, so I did. And um, what they're claiming is it's really just like the best way to track all of your online orders. And um, key emphasis is all of your online orders. So we know that today you might be shopping on um, a smaller retailer site, such as for skincare products, or you might go to Amazon to buy you know, all of your other products through uh, Amazon Prime. And there's a lot of tracking numbers and I guess invoices that you need to uh, keep tabs on um, throughout your, 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 your week. And so, you know, Rather than individually looking up all the different um, tracking numbers and seeing what the status is of all the uh, products that you've ordered or, or whatever, um, this app does it all for you, aggregates it all together. And um, the way that it does it is, is kind of interesting and I'd like to get your take on this is like they scan your email inbox and then populate the app that way. And they basically, you know, say, okay. They parse out all the emails that have a tracking number. All the information is kind of put together in terms of how much you've spent and tax and all that stuff, like an itemized invoice. And it's really nicely presented in Arrive, in my opinion. Um, and it makes it really easy for me to, to see which orders kind of ha- are, are on the way. So so let me ask yeah. you, what's, uh, what have your experiences with the app been like so far? Pretty good. I think... Um, there was one, one time, I think last week, where I had a bunch of orders coming in and, you know, it set up notifications to tell me, like, the status of, you know, a package. And, you know, the package is now, you know, crossed the border and now it's in Canada. And another one's like, oh, it's been delivered. And um, it just kind of gives you all those notifications. Um, I, I really like it, personally. I think it really helps, you know, track all everything that I need to, to track. Uh, mind you, before that, I was normally just using... Uh, I would just primarily go through Amazon Prime. So I didn't really think about it because everything was coming the next day. But I'm kind of branching out now to different retailers. And it, this really helps. And you shop a lot online. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. And you get a lot of things delivered to you. Uh, yes. Yes, right. absolutely. So, so you're like a target customer for using this. Well, not a customer. It's a free app. Free app. Right? Yeah. Um, so... There was an interesting thing you called out about the way that this app was designed, which is it actually combs your Gmail. So mm. when you when you sign up with the app, it actually um, works better if it you actually allow it to sign into your Gmail. Mm-hmm. And then the way it works is it as emails come in, it will scan the email and look for common language 
like your tracking code number yeah. is, and then it will pull it out using some sort of AI or something. Yeah. Um, which is really smart, but to me, it raised a <laughs> gigantic red flag yes. because, as yeah. we know on this podcast, I'm super skeptical of a lot of these tech companies and so privacy and security concerns. And uh, that set off a lot of red flags for me because I'm not really interested in letting this free app uh, that I didn't pay for. So, uh, well, I, I will say uh, on the other side that you know Jeff is is quite um, adverse to this privacy and is very uh, open and aware. I'm the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> come on in and read all my emails <laughs> yeah. if it means a better life experience for me. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that's what they're looking for in a target user of this. Yeah. Um, so when you signed up, you clicked the button that allowed Gmail to comb your emails and pull out all the tracking codes mm-hmm. uh, automatically. Um, I didn't want to do that. So the alternative was that I could create an account, which I did, so I could create my own account. Um, however, I need to manually add in oh, the tracking probably. codes, yeah. which I, I went through the experience and it's really <laughs> Silly, like I, I'm gonna. I have to go into the email and yeah. try to copy and paste these like 20 digit codes. You might as well just keep the email and just click on the link. Yeah, like what's the point? Yeah. So it doesn't add a lot of value there. Um. Anyways, uh, so I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I'm interested to know is does this actually make your life easier when it comes to ordering packages online? Because I'm gonna take a guess. You're still getting notifications through email. And yeah. now, if anything gets just like redundant, because you're going to get your your email notifications of your package update has you know has shipped or it's in transit yeah, yeah. or you can we we attempted to deliver it to you, yeah. and now you're just going to get du- duplicate notifications through this other app. Yeah, so I don't want to dive too deeply into email right now, but you know one thing that I'm ha- I'm thinking about is you know my Gmail. Uh, address, which is um, very easy, and and you know a lot of companies out there have that address because I've had it for years since Gmail started, and it is a mess. Okay, so the number of emails that I get per day, which are spam or updates or Twitter or whatever it is, like I don't even know anymore. It, it's over like tens of thousands of emails that are in there that are like usually not pertinent to me at all. And the problem is, is that I've become immune to the notifications. In fact, I've turned them all off. And even the red dot that shows up on my iPhone, I don't care that it says 4,000. So I need something to refilter all of the crap that's coming in through my inbox to tell me what the most important things are. And I think, you know, Gmail, not I think, Gmail tries to do that for you, but it's like, it can get buried in like the promotions tab that I kind of have, yeah. like their auto filtering. And I'm like not going through there. I'm just not going through there. So you're a very specific type of user out there and perhaps you know we're we're very different yeah uh with our online ordering and also how we treat email (laughs) so on the flip side uh i i follow the policy of trying to keep my inbox as close to zero as Uh possible so if i opened up my inbox right now uh which i'm gonna do let me take a quick little peek in my inbox i've got maybe 25 emails there and that's it so oh, I, nice. I, I stay on top of my stuff. Like I don't let tens of thousands of emails pile up. So, so you, you take that, you take the fact that I'm not really interested in letting some third party tool comb all my emails mm. and 
who knows what they're doing with all that information, <laughs> Shopify. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not like really their target user for something like this. Yeah. Um, moreover, I don't do a lot of online shopping. Mm. Um, and actually only in this last like two weeks have I done the most online shopping I've done in probably the last three years where I had probably four different purchases that were made online um, and they all went through four different uh, shipping and courier systems. Um, so I had to kind of, I went through this experience uh, very timely leading up to this podcast yeah. where I actually got exposed to these different shipping approaches that these different online retailers take. And ultimately I went through this experience and I've thought this for a while and now I lived it again. It's this experience is horrible for mm. the customer. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is what the Arrive app is trying to do is solve, I think, one piece of the puzzle with the customer experience when it comes to buying goods and having them delivered to you. Yeah. Um, and the way you described it, it seems to solve some of it, but I'm going to push you and see is how well does this app solve all the other problems? So for instance, when you order a package, and you get it delivered to your home, uh, if you're at work, what happens? Yeah, so for me, uh, again, this is on a, on a unit by unit basis, but for me specifically, um, they just leave it at the front door. And are you satisfied with your goods being left on your doorstep for someone to take? I'm living in a state of ignorant bliss yes, where sounds I have like not... It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take my email, take, take my packages, yeah. I do whatever you guys want, I yeah. trust everyone. You're, yeah. you're a very kind person for trusting so many people out there in the world. Yeah, I haven't had a package, uh, I haven't been, uh, you know, anything's, nothing's been stolen, I yeah. guess. Is there, a, is there like a cover over your doorstep? No or cover. If it snows or rains, oh, yes. your package is going to get destroyed? No, no, there is a porch with a, with a cover, which is nice. But, okay. okay, I'll tell you this. In the condo that we lived in before, mm-hmm. um, I would tell them to leave it at my front step. Yeah. In front of my door. Yeah. Yeah. So, have <laughs> I don't you know, a, is that common in your place? So, I live in an apartment building yeah. and... I think if you buzz them in, they might leave it on your doorstep, like uh-huh. in front of your unit. Yeah. Um, but if you don't buzz them in, then what typically happens with most people is they'll leave the sticky note that says, we tried yeah. to reach you. And that's where I have a really big issue with this entire process is the, the way that they tackle this is they try to deliver you a good and 90% of the time, you're not going to be home. So I think what I feel happens is that these courier companies are wasting time, energy, and money trying to deliver goods to people who aren't home. And then what happens is they leave a note and then they take it back to a different facility. And then I, the customer, have to go on my own to that facility to pick up the package, which really begs the question of, didn't I order delivery to Mm -hmm. me? Why are they not solving the problem of getting the product to me? So a couple examples in this past two weeks is number one, this morning, a package was attempted to be delivered to me yesterday through FedEx. I wasn't home. They left a note. And then this morning I had to drive to a facility to pick up the package. And it really raises the question of, well, what are you paying for then when you're getting shipping? It's like they'll ship it to you, but 90% of the time you're not actually going to be home. So then you have to do the, the last 
stretch of work to get the good. Yeah, it's like having a pizza delivered to your home. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually out here down the street. Can you yeah. come and grab it? I'm not going to come right Exactly. <laughs> and people would say, you know, when you think about it, why am I paying for delivery if I'm having to do a lot of the work to get the good delivered to me into my hands? Right. And last week I had to do the same thing. Last week, fortunately today, it was, it was relatively close to my home. But last week I had to drive all the way out to another city to go to a purelator facility. Mm-hmm. Um, something seems broken in this process. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say that software you know, while it can create all these conveniences in our life, cannot solve the, the, the physical layer challenges that we have. So, you know, software can tell you and, and kind of try to reroute the package as best as possible, but it can't, you know, get that extra mile or extra little bit to physically deliver you that package to wherever you are. And maybe it can facilitate that, but you still need humans and you still need um, a way of storing that package and, and, and facilitating it through kind of the physical layer, like reality. Yeah, yeah so, but, uh, but I will say where has software has innovated and actually tried to address this and I've seen some good progress is with uh, UPS. Mm, yeah, yeah. They actually have an ability where as your package is going through the logistics process, you as the the end recipient can intervene during the process and say, hey, wait a minute, I'm not going to be home. Can you redirect the package to a local pickup place? So I did that once and the experience was actually pretty good where I felt like once it was in transit, like going through the process, I could see, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be home and I could intervene and redirect it. So that was using software in a really smart way. However, that's just UPS and... I didn't choose for that product to be delivered from UPS. The retailer, I guess, chose UPS. That's right. So what happens the next time when they're using FedEx and I run into the problem like I did yesterday and today? So basically every retailer has a different choice on which courier service they want to use and they all have different features. And at the end user's perspective, every different purchase is a different adventure you're going on. Sometimes you might know when the product arrives. Sometimes you might not. Yeah. Like well, I ordered uh, a piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. The only information I got was it's, you know, the status is that it's in progress. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one day I get a text that says, Oh, it's here. And then on the other end of the spectrum, like through Amazon, you might get like very detailed updates. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think software can solve some of the problem, but it, you know, if only one company is solving it, what about all the other purchases I make that are not through Amazon? Yeah. And I think that you hit the nail on the head there is that um, there's kind of three players in this whole uh, e-commerce scheme. It's the, the actual retail store, the virtual retail store. It's the shipping vendor that they choose to go with. And then there's the customers themselves. And you're going to have to coordinate all of them in concert to get the goods delivered to their home. And uh, so, you know, it's up to the e-commerce retailer to choose how they communicate to their customers after the purchase has been made. They'll send an email with an invoice with a tracking number. That's kind of the status quo. You know, the shipping um, vendor will uh, link to that tracking number and then take you into their environment, at which point you interact with whatever tools they've built. But, you know, what Arrive seems to be doing is trying trying to create this extra layer in the delivery process to 
mediate some of that so that maybe you don't have to talk directly with the shipping provider. Maybe they can facilitate the communication through the app themselves for all the different um, retailers that you might go through. Right. So that's where I see some promise with what they've yeah. come up with that um, they're trying to be this layer and it doesn't matter which courier because I'm pretty sure that they've uh, integrated like make sure that they work with all the leading courier companies yeah um, and at the moment maybe the the features that they're providing to the end user are kind of limited it's like at least it's just like centralizing all of the notifications and the tracking it's an aggregator right now right. it's just an aggregator but perhaps maybe in time they'll actually add on a lot more functionality to this uh, where it's not just tracking the existing data that's already being uh, gathered and communicated by the various players, but also introducing wholly new features. So for example, you touched upon it before is, well, what about that last piece in the physical world? Mm -hmm. Like how you actually get the package? Um, maybe there's an opportunity for this app to address some of that. So there are some other solutions out there in the market that are trying to tackle that final piece of how you get the physical good to the person. Uh, so some examples of that are there's Penguin Pickup, which is oh, yeah. this, you know, in within city locations, uh, it's a place where you can get your packages delivered to. Uh, so you know if you're not going to be home, you get it shipped to that location. Shoppers Drug Mart has a similar program with, uh, or sorry, Canada Post, which right. are located many times in Shoppers. They have something called Flex Delivery, which allows you when you order the product to just punch in their address so it goes straight to the Canada Post. Mm -hmm. I've done that a number of times. It's actually really helpful. Uh, then you have these things like Amazon lockers, which I've seen online before. Haven't seen them in person, but these are kind of delivery lockers, kind of like uh, PO boxes. Yeah. Uh, but there's normally they're situated in very public places, like in grocery stores or in 7-Elevens or something. Yeah. So, these are some interesting solutions on how do we actually get the, per the good to the person when the person won't necessarily be at their home. Because unless you have a concierge in a building or unless you, they leave the package on your doorstep, you run into those problems of they send it back to a facility. So some of these other ideas that I mentioned are some newer ways to kind of circumvent that problem. Yeah, but if we think about uh, the journey and let's say that you have a concierge and then that, that layer is, is, is fine. Then you pick it up at the concierge, it's fine. Maybe you're in my situation where you have a porch and you can leave it on the porch and you have some kind of secure way of storing it so that you're just not anxious about it being stolen. But the, the thing is, is that for those of us, and this is an increasing number, that, that don't have a concierge and that just live in the condo and needs um, an extra layer of security or of somewhere to pick it up or make it convenient for you to get your package is like how do you coordinate all of these efforts together it's like i in an ideal world what i would love to do is just say you know here's the 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 tracking number i don't care who the vendor is like just send it to give me a list of addresses that are like around where I'll be and I'll let you know where I'll be and just t tell me when it could be dropped off there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just communication and coordination, which is very difficult to do, I'm sure, but you know, it, it seems simple in, in when, I, when I say it, but it seems it's probably like very, very hard. So that would be the ideal state. It's like you, you have this open communication with the vendor or the e-commerce site or whatever to tell them where you'll be and that 
you know, let's coordinate that way. Yeah. So, I mean, if we thought really optimistically about the Arrive app, wouldn't it be great if no matter which product you buy from exactly. which e-commerce platform, you know, you have some options on how fast you want the delivery and they can give the prices based off of whichever courier service behind the scenes they've used. But then you go from shopping on Amazon or shopping on Kyle's website to Arrive. And then you use the Arrive app to facilitate a very seamless, user-friendly customer experience to get the package good from whatever facility they're shipping it from into your hands. And that might be delivering it right to your door. It might be delivering it to a local pickup spot. You could intervene throughout the journey to redirect it. Um, you as the customer, all you know is I bought the product from Kyle's website and then I used the Arrive app to you know, make that rest of the journey very seamless yeah. uh, and user-friendly. Uh, that's the kind of world I'd want to live in. And that, I think that's a great almost a revenue opportunity for Arrive, and I think you, you touched in on that, is that you know you could have three options. It's like you've made the purchase. They're gonna have to pay for the shipping. The, per the vendor's gonna have to ship it out to you. They're gonna send it to your general direction, location. They're gonna send it to the GTA. But then Arrive will say, okay, it's in the GTA now. Where do you wanna pick it up? Direct to your home, free. At an, a locker, redirected it for pickup in a couple days, two bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know. I don't know, whatever the most premium of, like delivered, hand delivered to your office at this specific hour, 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I would just click that right away and I know and feel confident that I, it'll be at that location at a time and place that I've agreed to. Right, it might just be that we need some new players in this ecosystem that yeah. don't exist today. And the reason that the journey is kind of a real pain is because we're expecting the existing players in this uh, e-commerce courier ecosystem to solve it but really what you need is a new third-party entrant into this market to work with all the existing players and provide a totally new value proposition and FedEx trying to solve it themselves or Amazon delivery trying to solve it themselves or UPS trying to deliver it themselves really isn't what we need here mm -hmm. because what we need is a delivery service no matter who I buy a product from and whichever courier service they happen to use. Um, unless it gets to a point where I can buy something from any pro, uh, any e-commerce store and I choose the courier service. And let's say FedEx continues to innovate, although they were the bad one in my, my past week. So <laughs> let's say it was UPS that continues to innovate. If I had the option to always choose UPS, then maybe that's a path forward where the best courier with the best feature set will emerge. Yeah. Um, one last thing I, I would raise with getting the, uh, the goods into your hands. Uh, so I mentioned some examples of like lockers and delivering it right to pickup locations. There are some interesting things that have been tried with actually putting smart locks on oh, your yeah. door. Yeah. So I know Amazon was piloting something a while back where um, when they came to deliver the package, they'd you know scan a barcode or enter a special code on a doorknob and they'd actually open the door, go into your home, or at least a couple steps in, put the package in and shut the door. 
and then they wouldn't be able to go in again. And all the while there's a video camera inside the house positioned at the door so that you, the customer, the owner of the house can see what's going on. What, yeah. do, you th- what do you think about that approach? Um, you know, I, I can see that they're just trying to, to make something, uh, you know, some of the problems that they have, um, you know, with porch theft and, and things like that, just trying to come up with some type of solution. I really think it's just Amazon saying, like, we're thinking about it and we're trying here. We're trying to figure out some kind of solution. Mm-hmm. And it really is only a solution for those that own a home. Like, you can't really do anything for those that are in a condo, an apartment, basement apartment, things like that. Um, at least from my understanding. So you're kind of segmenting your population a little bit that way. But in terms of the privacy, like going into your home and dropping it off and then closing the door, like I'm really not into that. As much as I'm open to, your, to the email, <laughs> yeah. as much as I'm okay with leaving the thing on the porch, just the... You, I don't want you coming into my house. You can step into my inbox, but not into my home. <laughs> no, that's right. That's where that's you. Right. That's where you draw the line. That's right. And so, um, what what can we do though in terms of you know a physical locker? You know, let's just use the home for instance. And one thing that I can think of is you know creating a shed of some kind that you know has a key code entry that you just go in and then you can drop the package off and then it's a one-time use only yeah so we actually we took a look at one of those companies a while ago that came out I think it was called box lock or something where yes the idea is that you get this large oversized mailbox that can hold very large packages and it has this smart lock that has a scanner built into it and then when the delivery person shows up they just grab the the lock and they point it at the barcode it unlocks and then they can drop your package in there so that that to me is another creative solution it's definitely not as invasive as letting some person into your home yeah um makes a lot of sense to me but let me ask you this is you know we're kind of at the beginning of the hockey stick growth here in e-commerce shopping and deliveries and it's probably going to continue to skyrocket so what is actually the scalable solution here? It's not going to be delivery Amazon delivery people going into everyone's homes. Like that's no. probably not the scalable solution here. So what is a, the ideal scenario that is scalable that you could picture us all adopting five, ten years from now? Man, that's a difficult question because there's so many circum there's so many different circumstances that you know are different for so many different people. You live in a condo, I live in a house. You know, somebody might live in a different situation. Um, How can you make something that's scalable, that's also convenient for the customer? I think it it comes down to, you know, building in some software that is a coordination of the delivery person and the actual, uh, like the customer themselves and coordinating it that way. The, 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 the downfall to that is that you might have a larger requirement on the labor side to do these like convenient meetups. So like, you know, you know, come meet me at my office and then I'm there from this time to this time, you know, deliver to me or, you know, drop it off at this location uh, for a lockbox and I'm okay with that. Maybe you don't need a huge labor component there, but, you know, you have to build in that level of choice because the living situations are always different and there's not always a secure way to drop the package off. The best way is like you have, you give the package to the rightful owner and then they walk away with it and that's it. There's no questions at that point. Um, you just have to find something that, you know, is a little bit closer to that rather than just leaving it on my porch. Right. Well, I guess 
Time will tell. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But uh, so your final thoughts on the Arrive app, are, are you a fan or are you not a fan? I'm a huge, I think I'm a huge fan of this Arrive app. There's so much that it could do. And I really think that if it moves into the model of coordination, I think there's an excellent growth for that. Because I think that layer between the consumer, the shipping provider, and the e-commerce platform, or sorry, the retailer, it, that's going to be a layer that's just going to see so much more activity. Yeah. Well, I can safely say that until they address the component where they have to, you know, scan my inbox and have permanent <laughs> access, I will not be a user. I will not be a fan. Um, but I imagine there are other ways they could they could solve this without doing that. So yeah, it's just a matter of time. And I think this is a play for Shopify. Like everybody that's on the Shopify platform, most likely has access to this Arrive app, and there's integrations involved. So you know, everybody has their own agendas. All the shipping companies have their own agendas. You know, the e-commerce platforms have their own agendas, and the retailers. So it's going to be hard to find one that aligns with totally with the consumer needs um, versus their own. Yeah. Well, this has been a good discussion, and uh, I guess we will check in with Arrive maybe down the road and see how they progress. But yeah, uh, thanks for chatting, Kyle. Thanks, Jeff. Goodbye. Okay,